I love the way you say film. Hello and welcome to the Film Show. I'm Owen Ronane, filling in for、uh, Mike Sheridan, who is off on his holly bobs.、Uh, I'm joined, as always, by Dee and Brian. How are you getting on? Good. You're、yeah. not Mike. <laughs> I could be Mike. <laughs> Now, oh, sorry. We're also joined by、uh, unseen and presumed hideous Dave O'Regan. Producer. I can confirm that I am hideous. Aww, Hello. That's not true. Although I suppose if this is the podcast version, a lot of people wouldn't see any of us. That's true. This is also true. Yeah. This is also true. I'm that beautiful. We, that we come in podcast form. <laughs> that we perhaps. But the, you know, when Dave is producing the podcast, he does put in some little japes and jokes. Okay. That are not present in the video format of this show because, as you know, this is a multi-platform show. Well, do you want to throw in a sound effect in post here for something now? No, I might just cut it all out. <laughs> great, great, good start. All right, maybe it is, and he can do that because he's the producer, and we wouldn't even he know. He has the final say. Brian, you're going to lead us off with talk of the biggest release of the week, yeah, and of the year, yeah, Captain Marvel. Have you gone round to seeing it yet? No, what you、oh, have? Have you no, seen it? I have.、Yes. I was. I reviewed review. it for a site. Yeah, what site? What site? Entertainment.ie.、Oh! <laughs> Zing, clang, whatever. Five hundred million. <laughs> yeah, five hundred million、uh, ha- has made so far.、Um, it's on track to be the biggest film of the year. Now, obviously, when Avengers Endgame comes out next month, that'll probably top it. But right now, it's the money that it's made is just、yeah. insane. It's crazy. It's, it's like、really、the、crazy. sixth biggest opening weekend of all time. I、yeah. think、what? biggest opening ever for a female lead. Yeah. Oh, good.、Um, so yeah. Do we know what held、there. that before? Probably Wonder Woman. I would think. I'd imagine. Of course. So, yeah. yeah. It was, Although, I believe. Was Wonder Woman? Yeah, I read the news piece on Entertainment.ie about it. Oh. Did you? Because I didn't.、Oh. <laughs> That's because you didn't write it. You only read、That's、your own stuff. Young Dave O'Regan's、hey! fart noise. You are getting. <laughs> Can we get it one more noise. time? Noise. Whatever. <laughs> It's really good、that? though. His fart noise is incredible. Can we get it one more time, please? I don't do requests. Ah,、oh, we have to wait for it. But、uh, Captain Marvel making money, yeah, fantastic money, yeah. As Dee was saying, it's the、uh, was the highest opening for a film, female-led、uh, film,、um, and just you know, really well done to it. I will get to see it. I plan to get. To, I'm going、so. to get to see it on Friday because everybody in the office keeps talking about、yeah. it, <laughs> and I don't know what they're saying, and it's annoying, <laughs> and I hate being left out of conversations.、So. I just like to see you kind of form your own opinion about it because look, people have kind of had mixed feelings. About sure. It. A lot of people have loved it, like me. Yeah, a yeah. lot of people have thought it was just okay. You have like the trolls saying that they hate it without having、oh, actually seen just, the thing. Yeah. Yes, but the majority. I haven't heard many people who have said they hated it who've legitimately seen. Yes, who had legitimate reasons. You know what I mean?、It. Yeah, it's a real romp.、Um, isn't so、it? Yeah, you enjoyed it. A romp? <laughs> it's a real romp, is it? <laughs> No, no, no! All I was going to add to that was so the trolls were wrong. They all said it would flop, and it didn't. It oh God!、Flight. Yeah, it did amazing. So They, I'm very happy with that. Yeah, those incels were so raw. Yeah, it's, just, it's gas. So yeah, it's a, it's a real romp. 
<laughs> why did you, you Movie piece of news number two. We have discovered that uh, the voice of Iago in Aladdin has been announced. As Alan Tudyk? Or is it, okay. Tudyk. I was saying Tudyk, which is definitely wrong. <laughs> Dave, can we, get a, can we get a ruling on this? Alan Tudyk? I'll uh, Google it there. Oh, he's Googling But the thing is, when you um, listen to those, when they do it for YouTube, sure. if you listen to two or three different versions, they all pronounce it differently. So it's not legitimate the whole, this is how you actually pronounce it. How does he pronounce it? We need him to... Yeah. I don't know, Dave's because I haven't heard that. him introduce himself in a video for That's a long true, time, possibly yeah. ever. That is um, true. Before we actually get into this news, I was just wondering, Brian, could you give us your Gilbert Gottfried? Let's say you have a good My thing. Gilbert Gottfried, I sound like this, and I talk like that. Did you know I could do it very, very well? <laughs> you know, if I had something in my hand, and I was to give it to you, what would it take? Because I sound like Gilbert Gottfried. <laughs> so much more abrasive than I was I know, but he really does sound like that, though. He's, <laughs> he, he really does sound like that. And I'm really sorry to anybody who is listening and the volume just yeah, suddenly yeah. spikes. No, it's Dave's problem. Um, I don't know if he's a good choice, though. You thought he was a great I choice. I thought he was a good choice. I, I mean, like, look, I mean, what are you going to... Well, I the reason I thought he was a good choice, right, is because he's really proven himself in voice acting recently. Sure, yeah. Um, between uh, voice... And now, this is going way back but I thought it was an interesting connection because obviously you've got Will Smith as the genie in Aladdin but he also starred opposite Alan Tudyk previously in iRobot and Alan oh, Tudyk cool. voiced the main robot Sonny in that. I didn't know that. There and he's go. the robot in Rogue One. And he's yeah, the robot in Rogue robot One. Robot and then in Wreck It Ralph, I thought he was brilliant mm. as King Candy. Like he just completely yeah. like yeah. transforms himself into the role and he does a really good impression of Oh, he's meant to be impersonating some actor in that. He does a great impression um, of a pirate in Dodgeball. Yes. yes. <laughs> so that's yes. the thing, he is good at he was impressions. A he was a real pirate. <laughs> but um, but he does a good job at impressions and impersonations and really kind of bringing, you know, characters to life where it kind of like fits the characterization, mm. if you get what I mean, because like obviously with the robots, they were slightly drier characters sure. and everything as opposed to more animated, literally. Yeah. Um, so I think he is a good choice. And I mean, I know everyone's like, he's no Gilbert Gottfried. But you know what I think? I think ever since they announced that James Earl Jones is coming back as Mufasa for The Lion sure. King, everyone's yeah. like, just bring back the original, just bring back the original. No, that was a one-off. Everyone just get over it. Yes. They're going to be recasting yeah. all of these characters and just get used to it. Yeah. If they had recast James Earl Jones, who do you reckon would have done it? Morgan Freeman. Yeah, or Denzel. Mufasa. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. yeah. You need someone who has a really authoritative voice. Yeah. Mm. Like, but, I don't know if we, we still don't have an equivalent of James Earl Jones. I don't think Not really, do. no. Really? Still pinnacle. Yeah. yeah. Um, but his voice has changed, though. If you listen to, if you listen to James Earl Jones now, when he was doing like the voice of Darth Vader in yeah. Rogue One versus like Empire Strikes it's Back, it's actually so true. Yeah. It's so different. His voice is just because he's an elderly man. Like he's in his eighties now, yeah. I think. Like so, he just sounds different. I guess. I actually saw James Earl Jones once in New York. Wow. Yeah, when I was queuing for, we were queuing for um, tickets to go to Broadway, and he was coming out the backstage of the theater that was beside us but he ended up kind of walking right by our queue and everyone's like oh my god oh my god everyone had their phones out taking pictures and I felt so bad for the guy he was just looking straight ahead and he just looked so tired because obviously he was in a show and right. these shows are running yeah, for yeah, so yeah, many yeah. weeks you're doing so many shows a day he was obviously just wrecked and I just felt so bad for the guy everyone being like oh my god James I'll just no like I just thought leave the poor guy alone yeah, yeah. you know his face. yeah, yeah. Um, it's sad 
Great. Great. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, Alan, yeah, I don't know. Alan Tadeek is Diego. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe. Well, I am optimistic. Are you? Yeah, I'm trying to be as much as I can over this movie. I'm more, yeah, exactly. I'm more it, excited for, yeah. uh, is it John Oliver as uh, in The Lion King? Yeah, 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 yeah him as Zazu. Yeah. That was the perfect. original where I was yeah. like, oh, perfect. Yeah, yeah. totally, yeah. Him as Zazu. Third casting I want to hear about. Sure, or even like, um, what's his face? Um, Seth Rogen and uh, Billy Eichner as yeah. Timon and Pumba. I'm like, perfect. Yeah, yeah. Just great, seems yeah. yeah. That's, cl that's class cast. This is terrible though. I don't it it is kind of funny that we haven't actually seen, uh, not seen, I think that you see clips of Iago, but we haven't actually heard Alan Tudyk. Yeah, of course, yes. yeah. Be, a, be Iago, yes. It's all yeah. going to be terrible, all right, we've been on call. No, no, like he might be doing a Gilbert Gottfried impression. We'll see. Oh yeah, surely we'll it'll see. be OTT. I reckon it's got potential. Really? You were, you're looking forward to it a lot more than me. Uh, well, it wouldn't be hard to look forward to more than you. Oh. Um, I'm not looking but no, I think, <laughs> I think no, if you judge it against the original animated one, it's going to lose all day. Sure. If, yeah. I think if you just judge it for a film on its merits, it's a kids' movie at the end of the day. Like, they will yeah, laugh at it. Point, yeah. It's not yeah. for you, Brian. <laughs> all right. All right, next piece of Fine. news. We've got Rupert Wyatt saying that the Gambit movie is dead. Yeah. Due to. Due to a Fantastic Four bombing, the whole thing with uh, Josh Trank and all that whole mess. To be honest though, like, you know, <clears throat> they've been talking about this Gambit film for years. Years, yeah. yeah. For years and years and years. Like when I interviewed, and this is Clang, you can get the Clang ready. When I interviewed uh, Richard Donner and Lauren Schuler Donner. <coughs> Clang. Clang. Um, <laughs> I asked her about Gambit. I said, look, what's the story with Gambit? What's happened with it? And she was like, yeah, we've got the script ready. and." You know, we really see it as this kind of a heist film and blah, 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 blah. But no no screenwriter had been attached. No director had been announced. Channing Tatum was still kind of in the mix, but not really. Was he already hoping, gunning for the lead at that stage? Well, like, yeah, but like, even at that, though. I mean, like, you think back to, like, the cartoon series, which is the, how everyone, I think, would yeah. remember Gambit. Could you see Channing Tatum playing that role? I couldn't. Is I couldn't. Is he Southern? He's Can Cajun, he yeah. He's is Cajun, he in real yeah. life? He's Cajun, yeah. I did not know that. Yeah. So it's the kind of thing that he's almost pushing it himself at this I, stage. I think or? I think he I think what a lot of it was was that Channing Tatum saw how well Ryan Reynolds made Deadpool. Yes. And he just wants his own. I think yeah. that's what it is. But the fact that But doesn't every actor if they can oh, do sure, it, yeah, if sure, they could sure. pull it off, you know? Yeah, but like I mean I think I don't know, I just I don't see Gambit being having that much of a yeah. what's the word? A cachet with people mm. that they'd be like you know, oh God, I've really got to see a Gambit film. I really, really yeah, want to see yeah. that, you know, that kind of way. He'd really yeah, have to do you. his own thing. Yeah. The other I, thing is, um, isn't Gambit 20th Century Fox? Yeah. So you've I got the whole merger going on at the moment anyway, so they probably just don't want to open that kind of worms. Exactly. You know what I mean? Exactly. Are all the X-Men films all currently in the balance then? Or what? Yeah, no, they are. Like once, um, once Dark Phoenix comes out and once the New Mutants comes out, that, that's, it's on ice, yeah. that's it then. It's go, it, They all go to Disney after that then. So yeah. like, what will more than likely happen is is that uh, there'll be like I'd say maybe four or five years, and then there'll be like an X Men version, but in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, like mm. sure, like so a full reboot, or a something. full reboot, yes, yeah. and they'll have to recast Wolverine, Cyclops, all of the X Men, and the Fantastic Four as well. And to be honest, that's no yeah. bad thing because the way that like God, I mean, X Men Apocalypse was muck, yeah, mm. and Dark Phoenix. I'm sorry, but it looks terrible. Like yeah. that trailer was. 
awful. I mean, do you think that Gambit could happen if there's an actual script there and, you know, it goes to no. Disney? You when it goes to so. Di no, when it goes to Disney, what will happen is, is that they'll literally just, they'll throw the script out and they'll say, right, we'll take little bits that we like of this sure. script mm. and, and shove it in with a larger X-Men film, which we'll yeah. have. The future's bright. Yeah, future, future's bright. Yeah, no, I really want to see, like, I really, really want to see what they do at X-Men. it's too late, but all right? Well, I reckon a Gambit with the, because he's got a great little backstory. Yeah, he mm. does. I think it'd be really You kind of want to see it like that Scorsese Batman or something. Yeah, it's, just, it's one of those things where it's like, what would that look like? Yeah. Clint Eastwood Batman or something like that. What would a Gambit look like? All right, I'll like? move on to old movie reviews. D, you've been to see Ben is Back. Yes, I've seen both movies this week. Unlike. And I've seen zero. In spite Whereas of being our... Also zero, sorry. No. In spite of being our host and movies editor, but it's okay, guys. I'll take us through this. <laughs> you're, uh, you're on it this week, Dee. Yep. So Ben is down. Back stars Lucas Hedges and Julia Roberts. Interestingly, actually, it is directed by Lucas Hedges' father, Peter oh. Hedges. So there you go. He would have directed The Odd Life of Timothy Green. Oh my and God, that Dan film was so life. bad. That film was so bad. Yes. Oh my God. And Dan in Real Life. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Tell me life was pretty good. Yeah, and he also wrote the screenplay for About a Boy, which oh. is like very good. I well, love About good. a Boy. And Lucas I love that is his son. Yeah. So good. Class. Yeah, Lucas Hedges is his son. You had a fantastic write-up about the thing I was thinking about. I was so confused about between this and Beautiful Boy and the... Um, boy erased. Convergent, yeah. <laughs> Because they're all so similar. Because Beautiful Boy and Ben is Back both follow, and they, they're all three of them, by the way, follow basically like young white males. Yeah. American as well. So. <laughs> two of them star Lucas Hedges. And two of them star Lucas Hedges, and they're Boy Raised and Ben is Back, both star Lucas Hedges. But Beautiful Boy and Ben is Back are both about kids <laughs> who are struggling with drug addiction and kind of the impact that it has on their family. So those two are more like story-wise. And Beautiful Boy stars Timothy Chalamet, who starred opposite Lucas Hedges in Lady Bird. So get your head around all that. Good gravy. Oh my God, Good of course, Christ. yeah. Christ, I didn't follow any of that. that I was... did. I thought when you do say two or three of the film titles in a row, it's like a tongue twister. Yeah. Yeah. What, Beautiful Boy Ben is back? And, and the other one? Boy race. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot again immediately. Picked a pick. Still haven't seen them. Um, if you had to pick one of the three. <laughs> uh, you know, actually, my favorite of the three is Boy Raised, I'd say. Right. Um, but Ben is Back would probably be next, I'd say. Although, okay, so I'll talk about Beautiful Boy here and Ben is Back because they are quite similar in that, like I said, they both look They're at addiction stories. These, their addiction stories, exactly. Now, the difference is that. Um, beautiful boy is much more about the nature of addiction itself so you see the kid kind of you know go through recovery and then relapsing and then going back to rehab and it's just this vicious cycle and it follows primarily his relationship with his father who's played by Steve Carell now Ben is back is much it, it doesn't take place over a number of years it actually takes place over one day so it's titular character Ben returns home he's been in rehab but he's basically left rehab and come home to spend christmas eve with his family he's back he's back and exactly his name is ben. and the whole idea is it's kind of like return of the prodigal son so the stepfather and the um whatchamacallit his sister are really hesitant about his return but basically his mother who's played by julia roberts completely welcomes him back with open arms and essentially over the 24 hours we see him like 
go to, you know, mass that night and kind of have a meal with the family and kind of they're, you know, fighting on and off a bit about what he did in the past and stuff like mm. that. And while the first half is like kind of family drama style, the second half kind of turns into this like suspense thriller type of movie because basically there are these guys that he has ended up running up a debt with and they're oh, kind of okay. after him and he's worried about them going after his family. And Julia Roberts is kind of following um, Ben along this uh, chase, even though he's saying like, no, I don't want you involved or anything. You know, you're my mother and everything. Um, so generally, I quite liked it, although I I would have liked if it had stayed with the family drama aspect. I felt like it was a, it got a little Hollywood or something. And like I was saying to you guys before we started filming this, I thought the Christian metaphors were a bit on the nose. Yeah, it because seems Because A, there's the whole, it's obviously like the prodigal, prodigal son. son. Um, the very first scene in it is set in a church. And I swear, this is actually the opening shot. It's on a church window with the light coming through and then the camera just pans down and it's Julia Roberts' angelic face oh. smiling, <laughs> sitting in the pew. She will be our lead. Yeah, yeah. and then <clears throat> at the end they're in the, ma at, well it's not quite the end, but in the third act they go to mass as well and they're crying because the sister has her solo and she sounds like an angel and all this stuff and I was yeah. like, come on guys, we can, we yeah. can tone it down a bit here. Actually let me stop you there Dee because I've got one brilliant joke which is if this was made in Ireland it would be called Oh my God, Ben, sure it's yourself. How are you? <laughs> that was terrible. Boo. No, I liked that it. Was oh, terrible. I liked that it. That was terrible. Boo. Ben is... Ben left ben. again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because the joke sure is so bad. Again. <laughs> All right, we'll skate through uh, What Men Want. Again, neither of us have seen it. I have seen the original Mel Gibson As one. have I. As have I, actually. I think it was... I think what... Like, okay, right. They're I think a few years to now. see it. No, I'll tell you what it is, right? What Women Want was very much like Made in Manhattan. which, And what I mean by that is that it was one of those films that was on TV all the time. And any time you'd flick your jobs, it would always be on. Yeah. And you'd kind of... I think I've seen it three times. Yeah, I feel like I've seen What Women Want a lot. That more than I would yeah. care to see for a film that I genuinely disliked. And did yeah, you figure I out What Women Want? No, I didn't. Although Helen Hunt was was marvelous in that, and Alan yeah. Alda was in the original as well. Oh yeah, yeah, he was the boss. Go on, D. Sorry, we have. <laughs> I don't know how I know so much about what we want. Is because it? I've seen it so many times. I know, but like, yeah, I'm listening now. Go. It's grand. It's not great. I felt like. So the whole idea of it, as people probably know by now, is it's like a gender swap. So they're doing a lot of these reboots at the moment where the genders are swapped. Like we see The Hustle is coming out in the next few months, I yeah. think May. Mm. Um, so that's going to be Dirty Rotten Scoundrels, but with Anne Hathaway and <coughs> Rebel Wilson they instead. They did it Overboard as well. They did it with Overboard. Yeah. I don't think that did very well. No, did well. I don't think it even came out in cinemas here, to be honest. It did. Did it? <laughs> Well, we didn't get press screenings for it, so there you go. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Um, but yeah, no, I was really disappointed because I felt that with that idea, they could have done something really kind of interesting and compelling with it and stuff. And even the fact that you have, you know, Taraji P. Henson in the role. And in fairness, I did really like her character. I liked that she was quite human and three-dimensional in that, you know, she wasn't like the perfect idealized woman. Like she was, she was a bit crazy and she really likes kooky sex and, you know, she loves to party, but she also works her ass off, but she's also fiercely independent, but she can be kind of cold. I, I like that there were sure. kind of a lot of dimensions yeah. to her character. And in fairness, like she was great and so charismatic and fabulous and everything. But I just thought in terms of like, 
the actual thoughts of the men. They were basically Could you actually all, talk us through one? Yeah, could you talk scenario? us through That's one? That's all I yeah. want to know. They were basically all like horny or creepy or cheating or they just, just <laughs> men aren't very good people. And then, like, wow. of course, we could have her... told you that. <laughs> huh? you, didn't know, you didn't go see a film for him for, for a lover that to I be just like. I would have liked it to be a bit more complex. And even like they threw in a couple of like hashtag Me Too bits that just felt a bit kind of in there for the sake of yeah, it, and just so yeah. that it feels like it belongs to a contemporary moment. But it just felt so like perfunctory or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so I didn't really appreciate that. I did really like. Um, oh, I forget the name of the actor now, but he plays like her like kind of gay PA and he was like okay, cute yeah. and he had like some funny moments as well. But generally, I just thought it could have been a bit more like, it just felt very safe. But you to know? be fair, like, I mean, how realistically, like how kind of, where can you really go with that general yeah, concept? That's true. Do you know that kind of way? Like, is it like, oh, you can read people's minds. Well, like, I mean, of, of course, unless you're going to do it really dark, like... They could have gone darker, though. That, you yeah, know? But were they going to? Like? But I mean, they could have, because you could have gone down, like, the dark comedy route and just really kind of, you know, explored something. Or even, like, the fact that she's, like, African-American, you know, sure. could, they have gone, uh, could they have explored both yeah. gender and race? Yeah, you know, yeah, that's yeah, another yeah. route they could have taken. It never but. comes up to cash I, in. That's what I think. Like, I, I just think with something like that, like, you know, if you go in expecting, like oh my God, we're going to do this. We're going to make this really dark exploration of what do men really want? I was so hoping it would at least be a bit funnier though because like it's the writers of, now I forget their names again, sorry, but the writers of like Beep and King of the Hills. So you'd oh, be expecting wow. something a bit better from them, oh, right? right? Yeah. 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 No, I didn't know yeah, that. I didn't know that, yeah. yeah. Wow. Okay, we're going to move on to the last segment. Shoot through this. It's Paddy's Day week. We're talking about our favourite Irish films of all time. Yeah. Who wants to take the lead on this one? I suppose I'll do it. <laughs> <laughs> sure, I'll go. Uh, Commitments. Commitments is my favourite Irish film. I absolutely loved Commitments. I can quote it to you. I've seen it that many times. I think it's... You can quote every movie in fairness. <laughs> to, be fair, to be fair. To be fair. But my favourite line is, and hopefully you might be able to put a little clip or whatever in. I don't know. No, no chance. No, no chance. But oh it was, my God, remember that time you did the... Sorry, really, really quick aside. But remember that time you did the quote from Speed and literally as you quoted it, it matched the matched clip. Up. That was... Uh, Charlotte did that, that with the editing. Yeah, You've got the pacing perfect. I got the pacing All right, let's perfect. see if you can match this. So it's ba okay. So the scene is is they're in uh, the they're getting the gear uh, for the band, and your man asks him about uh, do you want any blow? Do you? And he's like, no, 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 we're fine, thanks. So he's like, putting a band together, are you? So he goes, yeah, you're putting. I don't know why I bother. Haven't shot since Roy Orbison died, <laughs> and it's brilliant. Like it's just that one like it's that one thing of like you're talking to a drug dealer and he's a big Roy Orbison fan. <laughs> it's like when you watch commitments, there's so little, little moments like that where it's like there's a bit where he's a priest is able to correct the guy who is confessing, like, no, it was Percy Sledge. I have done six-inch vinyl. Stuff like that, like, which is really, it's a really Irish thing where it's like, somebody you wouldn't expect is really, really knowledgeable about this mm. one yeah. little thing, and it's such an Irish... It kind of captures kind the of essence of Dublin as well. It does, yeah. doesn't yeah. it? Like, Lots yeah. of location shooting and stuff. Yeah, yeah, and, like, and, and that's the other part as well. When you watch, uh, when you watch the commitments now, like, it is... Totally a time capsule. Like there's a the, the opening scene so is. So it's of its time. 
I haven't, I haven't used that in I haven't used that in ages. <laughs> um, but the opening scene of it is set in Smithfield, and it's like literally like desolate, a desolate, <laughs> bizarre. There's like bins on there's fire, and there's horses. Oh here. yeah, it's, it's gas. And you're like, oh my god, that's Smithfield. And then there's another bit when you're walking through Temple Bar when it was literally all ruins. Like it's gas. Like Dublin looks so dingy and crap. And like it's not a, accurate, well, <laughs> accurate in a different way, I would say, but yeah, yeah, not a commitment. So I, I really, really, really love it, and I would encourage people to watch it because it's so Absolutely. good. Absolutely, and the music's amazing. And the music's fantastic. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'll jump to mine so that we can end on yours, D, because it'll be better. But um, actually, I, I was what did you pick in the end? Yeah, I was thinking of a fun little light thing called Hunger. With wow. Michael oh, Fassbender. Right. <laughs> That's a great film. Apparently. It is a great film. Yeah. It's yeah. a stunning film. Yeah. yeah. But although now that I think about it, now there is a theme between these two. I think I'm going to change it to the wind that shakes the bird. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> Which is going to make me come across as the most diehard Republican. But uh, no, I just think it's it such a. a <laughs> I mean, like, cool, man. <laughs> sure. I just love those two so much. Do you know what else I love? In the name of the Father. I'm <laughs> <laughs> like, sure, sure, sure. That's what I mean. Like, like, like Taylor is plays an innocent man. <laughs> but like, Charlotte's English, and you work with her all the no, time. No, no, no. The wind that shakes a barley. That's what I'm going with. That's yeah. a fantastically okay. made film. It is. It's. I think it's Ken Loach's best. I, I yeah. I think it's it got really good like back catalogue. But yeah. I think. For him to come in and make something like that, it won the Palme d'Or. Yeah, the yeah, that's right. Yeah, was yeah. it two thousand five or it was ages ago. Right yeah, then, yeah. Um, but it ha- it it's just that perfect thing where it feels so real. All yeah. the dialogue feel- has that kind of improv-y vibe. Yeah, um, and you're just completely embedded in the story from the first. Killian Murphy and what's his name? Jonathan Rhys no, no, who is the no. brother? Right? The yeah, brother. They're know. both fantastic, and I mean, you really, really feel for that story because you can you can empathize with both of them and understand both of them and their causes so yeah. so much. It's so sad to see what unravels between them. Oh, and just another. I met so and so. I actually talked to Ken Loach when. That's a clang. That's a total. I'm sure clang. you've interviewed him. Oh, at did some you point. have him for but Daniel Blake? Or? I interviewed. No, it was for Jimmy's Hall actually, oh, which really? is his other yeah, Irish two, filmed yeah. one. Yeah. yeah. But um, I asked him about The Wind That Shakes the Barley because I was telling him about how I'd studied in college and everything. And he was like, oh my God, that's so embarrassing. I'm so embarrassed about that movie. No way. Really? I think he just... That's so interesting. I don't know. Maybe he just didn't want me to kind of ask about it because he's so sick of being asked about it. But he was just like, oh, so embarrassing. Just move on. It was like he... But it was specifically about the fact that like I studied it in college. He was like, oh, no, I don't want to know. Maybe he was ah. talking about historical accuracy. Maybe that was the whole thing. Or maybe he just didn't like the idea of it becoming like a kind of school text. He just well, wanted kind of people is, to sure. enjoy it. Although, what can you enjoy? Because yeah. it's really sad. It's really sad. <laughs> I think it's taught in history. Class. I'm pretty yeah, sure it exactly, is. Yeah, yeah. Like I, the teacher's feeling tired. Yeah, basically, yeah, like yeah, on. like in our day, it was Michael Collins. It wheel out Michael Collins. Like, <laughs> okay. Well, I think that one is slightly more historically accurate. <laughs> D, what's your favorite Irish movie this Paddy's Day weekend? It was originally Once, and then Brian said I couldn't pick that because he thinks Once is crap. <laughs> but I love Once, Brian. so I'm also going to mention Once. I um, you you I you can choose once if you want. That's no problem. I was not 
withholding your opinion in the slightest. If you want to say you once, go ahead. Uh, but we also decided that once was too like the commitments anyway. They're both kind of Irish musicals. Okay, that's yeah. true. Um, but I'm going to go with Adam and Paul. I think oh, that yeah. this is a fantastic film. Still Lenny Abrahamson's best. Although I pretty much love all of his films consistently, to be honest. Um, oh, and Frank as well. Frank is a good one too. But obviously Adam you and Paul You go with Adam and Paul as his best. Yeah, I'd that's say strong. so. I mean, I think that like it's kind of the perfect tragic comedy that and Garage, although Garage is definitely leaning more in towards the tragedy element. Mm. Um, but that it's like, it can get so, so funny and then so, so sad. And it's amazing. It was released in something like 2004 and you watch it now and it's still like so kind of rooted in like today yes. and what's going mm. on in terms of, you know, social displacement and everything. It's amazing. And I mean, just those two actors, Marco Halloran and Tom Murphy, I think it is, yeah. are absolutely Brilliant as Adam yeah. and Paul. They're complete. You completely. He passed away, didn't he? he I know. Very sad. Yeah. Like yeah. fantastic. And I everything. think that they were like together as well. At some really? Point. Yeah. Yes, there you go. But um, yeah, just yeah. really, really sad. And Marco Halloran obviously has worked with Lenny Abrahamson uh, since, and he he wrote uh, Garage, and then he's written like Viva, and I think he's got a few other things like in the works. Viva was brilliant. So, yeah. Viva's fantastic Viva. as well. Yeah, um, and he had like a little cameo in that. But Adam and Paul, yeah, if you haven't seen it, I think that it is like kind of a modern classic when it comes to Irish cinema, sure. for sure. A mm. um, little piece of Adam and Paul trivia that yeah. Charlotte behind the camera actually taught me was you never find out which one's Adam and which one's Paul. It's never once mentioned. But it's in the credits. Oh, maybe it is. No, I th maybe it is. <laughs> Let's, uh, <laughs> producer Dave, do you have a favorite Irish movie there? Oh, I, I mean... Like anyone, the Young Offenders. Oh, I yeah. knew we were going to pick that. I knew we no, were going to pick that. That is I actually my favorite so Irish new. film of the last decade. So Adam and Paul yeah. slightly outside that decade. But yeah, I was just saying that for the Cork element. I probably would You're say Garage. Cork, he's never mentioned that before, ever? That he's from yeah. Cork? Just west of Waterford. Cork. <laughs> you think I'm going to stop him now? Dead air all Mine day. is Garage. Garage is my Really? Oh, really? Yeah, 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 I love it. It's very dark. But it's so sad. Like I, like, I actually, like, I remember just sitting after seeing Garage, like, oh my God. <laughs> but it's I'm so sure. sad. It's really and the thing about Garage is, like, well, similar with Adam and Paul, I suppose, is you, you can imagine that there are people like that yeah. living yeah. all over rural Ireland. I you suppose know? I know a few people like that. Yeah. Yeah. Which kind of makes it hit home that bit harder. Yeah. yeah. Room was like that. Or not Room. Um, what Richard did was like that as well because obviously yeah. they had some so parallels. With the, yeah, recognisable, but also mm -hmm. had parallels with the Annabelle case as well, remember. Oh, stuff. Um, yeah. But I think, yeah, I mean, yeah, they're all very serious. Mm -hmm. Yeah, a lot of, a lot of, sadder Irish films are made than comedies actually which is Very great when true. you know something like The Young Offenders comes along sad or Republican yeah <laughs> deeply deeply Republican uh, alright we'll wrap it up there um, I think we'll probably have an Instagram post about favourite Irish movies uh, up on the entertainment site so uh, tell us yours <laughs> just, just giving Dave more work to do now Dave has to make one so uh, chime in tell us what your favourite Hardcore Republican film is. <laughs> <laughs> and we'll catch you again. Uh, is Mike back? I think. No, you're doing it again next week. You'll I'm not be even seeing kidding. seeing this comedy gold <laughs> again. Know.
I thought you were. Yeah, he's gone for two weeks. I think weeks. so. Okay. Yeah, yeah. We should know this. Yeah. All right, I'll be back in the hot seat for more Republicanism. <laughs> 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 Thank you. Entertainment. I love the way you say film.